Welcome to the Improvement Incorporated Podcast. The goal of this podcast is to improve the quality of life of its listeners by offering advice and tips in the areas of personal development and financial literacy. Without further ado, your host, King Potato. Hi, everybody. Just wanted to let you know that this podcast has two sessions. Mentality Monday, which will focus on mental health, motivation, inspiration, and personal development. And Finance Fridays, which will focus on personal finance and aspects of financial literacy and freedom. Now, I just wanted to let you guys know that this podcast was created for the sole purpose of providing value for your life. And it is my absolute hope that it does so. So, without further ado... Let's get started. Welcome everyone to the first episode of Mentality Monday, where we speak about mental health, motivation, inspiration, and personal development in our lives, and also try to find different tips, advice, bits of wisdom in order to help us improve at least 1% each and every day. Now, our topic for today is the power of habit. Now, I thought that this topic would be fitting as the first one that we picked because habits are a daily part of everyone's lives, whether we realize it or not. Consciously or or subconsciously, all of us have many, many, many habits that are part of our identity that pretty much shape our life and allow us to do our day-to-day activities. Now, that being said... Sometimes I would like to say myself personally, as well as my observations of everybody else, we greatly or vastly underestimate how powerful our habits are or how important or essential they are into dictating how we live. And that is one of those things that I really wanted to talk about and address today in this particular podcast episode. Now, before I go on, I guess I should probably give a definition of what a habit is. Um... There are many, many definitions of what could be described as a habit, but the one that I think works best for me is a repetitive action that is a response to a particular stimuli. So, for instance, if there is something that interests you, you carry out an action and there is a reward at that action. And then that process, every time that particular thing that interests you pops up, you repeat, your brain is going to eventually label it as a habit. To give an example, you come home from work, you're pretty stressed out, and you want to relax. You go inside the cupboard, you take out a box of, I don't know, whiskey, rum. And you pour yourself a glass and you drink it. The alcohol digests and you feel that nice little lightheadedness. And the stress whistles away for that momentary part of time. And afterwards you start to feel relaxed. Now, you do that once, your brain says, okay, well this solved the problem. 
But did it really solve the problem? Not really. You're still stressed and it the initial issue is still there. But that's a whole other different episode that I'm gonna address later on. But at the end of the day, your brain identifies that as the action that worked for you. And that being said, every time you come on in the evening, you do it one, two, three, four, five, six times because you know that the working day and everything that in it is very stressful as well as mundane the things that you're going to do to de-stress from them are also going to end up being habitual whether it be watching tv taking a warm bath whatever so that being said the more and more you repeat this action the more and more your brain realizes or recognizes it as a response to a stimuli for whenever you're stressed something as simple as that is the formation of a habit now, if I was to break down how habits work, uh, there are two particular books that I think I find that address them really well. So, one, I would say The Power of Habit um, by Charles Duhigg, and the next book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Those are the two books that I find that offer the best definition and explanations of how habits work. And how they play an essential part in your life. Now that being said, like how I offer the example there just now, a habit is mostly broken down into either three or four sections. But I'm gonna use the four section model. So the first section is the stimuli. It's what triggers everything. It's the stress, the depression, the anxiety, the anger, whatever it is, that trigger. The first section is the trigger. It's the thing that is the reason for the existence of the habit in the first place. Whether, like I said, it be you are angry at somebody doing something at you or you're being stressed from work, always giving you extra loads, whatever. The second section is the craving. This is the thing that drives the habit each and every time. It is a need for something. Whether it be a need for realization, whether it be a need for happiness, whether it be a need for peace, whether it be a need for release. It is the craving. This is the section that drives the habit. Now, the third section is called the action. Now, this is whatever you choose to do in order to try to meet the needs of the craving. Whatever it is. So, whether it be smoking, whether it be drinking, whether it be a warm bath, whether it be going for a long walk, whether it be shouting and blaming other people. Whatever that action is that tries to meet the needs of your craving, that is it. And the last part, which is the part that solidifies what a habit is, is the reward. How you feel after the action of stage three. Have you met the needs of the craving? Are you even close to meeting the needs of it? Sometimes you might not get the initial high. Or you might not get the initial intoxication. But the fact is you got one. You got that dopamine release that's inside of your brain that's saying, yeah, that feels good. That that feels right. And that part there is the sign, seal, deliver part of what a habit is. And these four sections is what make up what a habit is in its most basic form. Now, moving on to my next point. As we develop and we form new habits and stuff like that, we start to shape ourselves. 
based on the habits that we form. So for instance, if you have a habit of drinking because you're stressed, that could lead to serious health issues. If you have a habit of punching a wall every time you're angry, you could eventually injure yourself or cause yourself to have long-term injuries, you know, in turn. So depending on how we utilize our habits, there are things that are going to either exponentially grow us as people or there are things that are going to negatively affect us. So that being said, what are your habits? That's a piece of homework, the first piece. What are the habits that you have? And habits are not hard to recognize when you stop and you really sit down and think about them. Yes, most of the time they end up being subconscious because they're so automated inside of how we live our lives that sometimes we forget that they're habits. But really sit down and ask yourself every time you tie your lessons, every time you wash dishes, the way how you put on shoes, etc., etc., etc. Look at all the habits that you have. Or just look at everything that you're doing and then ask yourself, are these actions things that are, that, are, that are definitely beneficial to me or are these things that are negatively affecting me? And the way that you can really have a benchmark or noticing or tallying these results is one or two things. Journaling, one, or speaking out loud, two. By journaling, you can basically materialize all of the thoughts that you have inside of your head on a piece of paper that you can then observe for yourself and see, okay, well, this is bum, 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 or this is bum, bum, bum. And then you can differentiate after looking at these individual actions and then looking at how they play a role in your life, if it is something that helps or if it's something that doesn't. Um, the next one is vocalizing, like I've said before. Speaking things out loud allows you to, to a certain extent, disassociate yourself from what you're currently doing. Now, when I say disassociate, I mean, as you are living your life, you are always looking at it from a first-person point of view. Sometimes you have to look at your life from a third-person point of view in order to see the bigger picture of what you're doing. So as you start to vocalize and you say everything that you're doing, don't speak about it as you're doing it. Speak about it as in you're giving yourself advice on what to do if you were asking you for help. I hope that makes sense. Now that being said, when you either write down and start journaling all the things that you're doing or vocalizing everything that you're doing, then you really got to stop and look at the next big thing that habits form. Your personality. What is it as a part of you that you like? And what is it as a part of you that you don't like? And then stop and look at all of the things that you're doing to form who you are right now. So, for instance, let me give myself an example. Let me use me. Um, in the beginning, I was a person that I watched a whole lot of TV. I played a whole lot of games. Etc. Etc. Because those were my hobbies. You understand? Those are things I genuinely enjoyed doing. And those ended up being my habits. Now that being said, that's all fun and well. But the downside in this is that my grades sucked. They weren't good at all. No, they really weren't. And I started to 
think about myself in a negative way because I wondered if I wasn't intelligent or if I wasn't smart or if I wasn't doing enough in life in general. However, I never thought for once that it was my habits or my current actions that might be the main reason as to why I was declining academically. Now, somewhere along the lane, I told myself, well, what if I stopped doing this and did that? Not necessary to change my habit, but to try something new. Now, that being said, I started watching TV and started watching documentaries. Both of it, both of them, I should say, are television programs. But one speaks more about the lives or, unfold, or the different unfoldings of reality and how things actually are. And the other one is something that's completely fictional. Now, that being said, that gave me a change in perspective. Not a big, big change, but a change in perspective. Sometimes that's all you really need. To look at things from a different point of view to understand that where you're standing right now is not the only direction that exists. To understand that there's a lot more around you. And there are a lot of things that you can do to take you in different directions than the one you're going. So that being said, after I did that, I started to form a lot of habits that were beneficial to my development. Whether it be exercising, whether it be reading, whether it be praying or meditation in the morning. Things that made me feel good two, three, four, five months, a year, two years down the lane. Now, that being said, this doesn't work for everybody. That's why you have to journal, you have to vocalize, and you have to look at yourself. And look at your identity as a person and tell yourself, are you happy? If you are, then you're winning at life. If you weren't, then sit down, get a pen, get a notepad, or use your voice and use a whiteboard. I write down the things about you that you're not so happy with. And then actively try to find a solution to those problems. Don't just look at the problems and feel terrible about them. Actively find a, try to find a solution. Now when you start to find solutions, this is the good part about your brain. Your brain is programmable. So although, yes, you may not be able to easily forget old habits, because every time you get a particular stimuli, you'd have to make a choice whether you're going to do that habit or not, you can teach yourself new habits. So as you find new solutions, whether it be because you're overweight and you have to start exercising, or because you're depressed and you realize that sometimes you might need to just take a walk to clear your head, there are always solutions and there are always new habits that you can create to be beneficial to yourself. Sometimes all you got to do is look for the answers to the problems that you have instead of complaining about them. So, this is another piece of homework to you. When you're analyzing your identity or your personality or who you are as an individual, right? Ask yourself the direction that you want to go in. Ask yourself who you want to be. Ask yourself... What do you want to accomplish? And that being said, every time you write that down, try to think of something that you can do to form as a habit to take you into that direction. You'd be surprised your direction or how fast you get to where you need to be just by doing something that simple. Now, closing off this episode, I just want to reiterate habits are the building blocks for everything that you are. Whether you think so or not, most habits dictate your life. 
from putting on a shirt to singing in the bath to how you write to which side you sleep on night a lot of things are habitual and you don't even realize it that being said understand the power of how your habits work and then learn to use that power to your advantage life is sometimes very very simple and it's complicated by a lot of emotions and emotions are good because they're what make us human but at the same time you have to learn to control other things you're gonna have to, to do a lot of things that are not gonna benefit you because they feel good and life is all about doing what you don't want to do that is beneficial to you even if you don't want to do it now in moving forward I just want to say that the formation of habits is very very difficult um, usually some experts say that it takes 27 days other experts say that it takes 30 maybe two months to get something to get stuck inside your head to be programmable whenever you're trying to do it however the point is that you have to try you have to try because you understand how important your habits are you understand how your habits shape you you understand how they make you who you are now that being said in order to be the best you you have to do the things that the best you would do that's why I said it's always important to understand why or what your purpose is in life or where you want to go in life in general. Because then once you have a blueprint of what you want to be or the direction that you want to go, already know habits that form in or fall into that path becomes easy. But that is pretty much it for this episode of podcast. Um... I'm very, very happy that all of y'all would have sat and listened to all of this small little tidbits of wisdom that I have. I hope that the little advice that I would have offered you is something that you can use in your everyday lives. Um, Also, I would very much appreciate all feedback and reviews on this episode as I try to give you a much better podcast experience as I go along in this so the next thing that you guys are going to hear me is on finance friday and i think i'm going to be talking about the beginning of savings and why savings is important and how to save too as well so that you can get good financial growth in your life to take you towards financial freedom so everyone i wish you all a very awesome and pleasant day stay blessed now that concludes this episode of Improvement Incorporated on a Mentality Monday. I want to thank every single person that has been listening for giving me their support and for taking time out of their busy schedules to just give me an ear. Now I just want to encourage everybody once again to share this podcast with your friends and family. If it has benefited you or improved your life at least 1%. And I honestly wish everybody the best. And once again, be your best self. Have a good one.